You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Discovering Multifamily Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. And today we have a special guest here with us, Jay Connor. And Jay's been around for a while. He's been buying and selling homes since 2003 within populations of only 40,000 people. Um, so kind of mid-sized markets uh, with profits averaging around 71,000. And that's an exact number. Um, he's rehabbed over 450 houses and been involved in over $52 million in real estate transactions. And for the past seven years, he's pretty much automated his seven-figure income business where he works in his business less than 10, 10, uh, 10 hours per week. And he's a consultant and um, he's you know a national speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the best-selling author of Where to Get the Money Now. Um, we could talk about that a little bit. But Jay is kind of known as a leading expert in private lending marketing and business development. So we're going to kind of focus on uh, what's private lending? How does that, you know, relate to real estate? Um, You know, how do you find private lenders? What exactly does that even mean? Uh, Why would you even need a private lender, um, you know, versus a traditional lender? So definitely going to get into some of that. And what asset class in real estate is this really utilized for? So uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, Jay. Absolutely, Anthony. Thank you so much for inviting me to come along to talk about my favorite subject, which is private money. Yeah. So, yeah. So what are your top reasons to use private money in real estate? Well, the list is very long. Um, I can tell you the first six years that I was investing in real estate here in Eastern North Carolina, I relied on institutional lenders, you know, just the local banks, et cetera. And myself, along with everybody else in the world, um, you know, banks stopped lending uh, to real estate investors in that time period. And so I knew I had to find a better way and a quicker way to fund my deals. And so I learned about this world of private money and private lending. Well, first of all, a private lender, we're not talking institutional money. We're talking about getting funding from individuals. And you can use this same money for commercial uh, deals. You can use it for single family houses. Uh, I focus on single family houses here in Eastern North Carolina, but it's all the same money. We just structure the deals uh, differently, depending on whether it's a single family house or say it's a commercial deal, such as an apartment complex. But you ask why private money? Well, first of all, we make the rules as the borrower. We set the interest rate. We set the length of um, of the term of the note. Whereas when you borrow money from the bank, they make the rules, they set the interest rate, they set the term. Another big reason is there's no limit to the amount of private money that you can use. You know, when I was doing business with the local banks, there was a limit. I only had a million dollar line of credit, which isn't going to last long anyway. And so now I've got 44 private lenders that either use their investment capital and or their retirement funds to loan out funding and money to us on our deals. And we've got right at eight and a half million dollars that we move on projects to projects to projects. So there's no limit. You set the interest rate, you make the rules. Another big one is I never have to bring any of my own money to the closing table when I purchase a property. 
You know, when I was borrowing money from the banks, they want what's called skin in the game. They want some type of down payment. Whereas in this world, not only do I not only not bring any money to the closing table, but I always bring home a big check. I'm always able to borrow more money than I need to buy the house. If there's going to be renovations involved, I get all that money up front. So private money is just puts you in control, puts you in the driver's seat and, you know, just fixes your cash flow problems. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when you're talking about private money and you're taking out, you know, as a borrower or even sitting in the, you know, the lender seat, uh, which you drive, um, is this really more used for shorter term type of financing or do you have different products for different situations? Um, talk to us about that. Yeah. So typically you're going to use private money for, you know, if you're doing a commercial project, let's say you're buying an, an existing apartment complex and you're wanting to, you know, renovate the apartment complex, raise the rents, get it seasoned at the new rent amounts, then you would only be using private money in that case for maybe two years, three years, or four years. And then you'd either sell it or after you've had it for a couple of years, then you would want to refinance it with institutional money. But initially when you make that purchase and you're doing renovations, uh, that's the time period that you're going to be using private money for. Right. And, and in terms of um, using private money versus institutional, because institutions offer shorter term financing as well. Um, there's different terms and conditions and interest rates. Um, I guess, you know, what would be, and obviously you're dealing with residential. So my, my show focuses on multifamily. So some of these loans are, you know, in excess of 5 million. So a lot of it, you know, you can get shorter term financing. You got to be careful with that too, depending upon the market cycle um, when you come to pay it off. Um, so, you know, what would be, you know, is it primarily, let's talk about, multi, you know, an apartment building for, as an example, um, when you go the private money route, is it typically for, let's say, real estate sponsors or borrowers that may have had a couple of deals in the past not go the way that they planned and they can't get that type of financing from the traditional institutional lenders um, so they have to go the private money route or do you see private you know people going and you know that has that situation want to take the private money even if it's i don't know if it's higher cost is a lower cost i don't know what it's based on is it fixed what um you know what do you usually you know tell your clients that have you know been in that situation yeah, so the main difference between single family houses and using private funding and commercial deals with single family houses, we do what's called one offs. So what a one off is, <clears throat> is you have a house, you have a property and you have a private lender or maybe a couple of private lenders that are funding that particular deal. In contrast that to commercial, then we're going to do what's called syndication. Right. So we will, as the borrower, we will create a fund. Right. And whereas with a single family house, we borrow secured money. We're going to back that note with the real estate that's being purchased with either a deed of trust or a mortgage. In contrast that to commercial properties, then we will syndicate it or create a fund. And then a number of private lenders will invest into the fund. And then it's that 
fund that will fund the project. It could be a new build. It could be, you know, an existing property that you're going to, you know, buy, renovate, raise rents, et cetera. <clears throat> and with the, in answer to your question, so syndication is used all the time with people that have got good credit and could go to the local lender. But again, when you are creating a fund and you're syndicating the raising of the funds, then again, I mean, do you want the bank to make the rules that you're borrowing from, or do you want to make the rules uh, that you are creating for the fund to have your investors invest in? It just gives you a whole lot more flexibility. The interest rates are the same as the local when it comes to commercial. Like, you know, right now, uh, I've got friends that are doing syndication and they're paying around 7%, right? Um, um, with the raise in interest rates, depending on your relationship with an institutional lender, I would say the rates would be about the same as that today, maybe a little bit less, but it's worth paying even a little bit more to put you in so much more control. Right. Okay. And uh, typically those loans that you give out, are they a hundred percent personally guaranteed? Um, or you have situations where it's, you know, called non-recourse. Yeah. So it's no personal guarantees. That's another big benefit. So on single family houses, the every deal stands on its own, the property backs it. And with the syndication, uh, you typically don't have personal guarantees involved there as well. You see what people are investing in primarily, whether it's syndication for commercial or it's uh, single family houses, what they're really investing is who is running the fund. They're really investing in, okay, what kind of experiences that person have. Um, so there's a lot of trust that is built into those type of transactions. All right. All right. No, that, that definitely makes sense. Um, so how do you find private lenders? Obviously you're one. So if anyone's interested, reach out to Jay, but and just in general, how do you find people like you? Yeah. So there's primarily three categories of where you find private lenders. <clears throat> First category is what we call your warm market. Who are people that you have some kind of association with, some kind of relationship? You know, are they in your cell phone, on your email list, social media, LinkedIn connections, um, et cetera? So your own network, right? And then there's what's called your expanded network. I teach real estate investors all the time how to, I say, go to where the money is. The more money you waller in, the more money sticks to you. So how do you expand your warm market? Get involved in the local community. Get involved in your rotary club that's locally, right? Where do you go to church? Get involved in the chamber of commerce. Expand your market. And it's all about having your teacher hat that you put on. Like as a borrower, and I've borrowed a lot of private money over the years, you know, it's interesting, Anthony, I've never asked anybody for money. I've never asked anybody to fund a deal. I've never pitched a deal in my life. They say, Jay, how do you do that? I put on my teacher hat and I teach people what private money is, what the private lending program is, how they can get high rates of return safely and securely. And then we'll come back with the deal and not pitch it. We just tell them that we've got a deal ready for them to fund. What's the after repaired value? Where is it located? The funding required. And we're going to be closing next week. And they wire the funds. So, again, this just puts so much more control, uh, puts you in control of the seat. Back, where do you find them? 
Ex existing relationships, expand your warm market, and then there are existing private lenders. Where do you find individuals that are already loaning money out, either from their investment capital or their retirement funds? Well, one great place to find them is at self-directed IRA networking events. You know, I never heard of self-directed IRAs until 2009 when I first mm -hmm. started learning about private money. And, you know, that's a really, really important, um, that's an important thing to understand. A self-directed IRA company is an IRS-approved institution that allows people that have current retirement funds to transfer over to a self-directed IRA company from either, it could be a 401k, could be a pension, could be, you know, retirement funds that are in the stock market. And they can transfer those funds over to a self-directed IRA company. It's also called a third-party custodian, penalty-free, tax-free. And they can loan money out on these types of deals as a private lender. And the returns they get, there's no limit to them. Depending on the type of retirement account they've got, it's either tax-deferred or it's tax-free. So back to your question, where do you find private lenders? Well, 70% of people that have a self-directed IRA account are looking to loan money out to real estate investors. In fact, I just went to a networking event a few weeks ago. There were 700, over 700 people there with retirement accounts at this particular company's event looking for real estate investors to loan money out. Um, now, I have put together what's called the private lender data feed. And that's where my clients can go into the data feed and search by zip code. We get every private lender loan that's closed in the nation every month with the private lenders contact information. Now, when I started out, Anthony, I hired my real estate attorneys paralegal to search local public records at the courthouse looking for individuals that are loaned money out backed by real estate. Well, in this small area, in 90 days, I only found two people. So I knew there had to be a better way to locate these people to fund our deals. So that's why we put the private lender data feed together. So again, it's your own network. It's growing your network, getting involved with self-directed IRA companies. They have virtual events that you can attend and networking as well. So that would be in the category of existing private lenders. That's that's really interesting. Um, yeah, we, we deal personally, we deal with a lot of IRA clients of ours, but not on the lending side, on the equity side. So um, it's interesting to see that there's a dual facet to that. So um, can you talk about um, when you're like you mentioned, you know, you, you kind of talked about, OK, you know, IRA clients and then, um, you know, and then I love the education piece because when you educate, you know, you're not selling anything. Um, you're just, you know, like you said, educating. And at the, if you have a deal that comes up and they want to, you know, land with you, then that's great. If not, no big deal either. So I, I kind of, I kind of love that um, approach, but that seems the education piece for you, is that your most effective method for, you know, getting your deals funded when they come across your desk? Absolutely. You know, the worst time in the world to be raising private money is when you need it for a deal, right? I mean, I've got some friends that teach and it drives me crazy. 
They'll say, oh, go get the deal under contract. Go get the deal under contract. The money will show up. I'm going, where? I mean, is it going like rain out of the clouds or whatever? So again, as you just said, the teaching aspect of this program and you inform people how they can earn high rates of return safely and securely, how they can use retirement funds, investment capital, et cetera. We actually also teach what's called arbitrage or leveraging assets. You know, how can you as an individual borrow against your whole life insurance policy and now get a return on that money when you're loaning out money from the insurance company? Or they can use equity lines of credit and they can leverage that. So, yeah, the teaching aspect, I say the money comes first. Teach people about this opportunity of being a private lender. And then they tell you how much they got to work with. And then as soon as you can, you put their uh, funds to work on a deal. I love it. I love it. So speaking of education, you run a YouTube channel, right? Real Estate Investing with Jade Connor, and you have some other platforms. So how can my audience find those platforms and what are they? Sure. Thank you, Anthony. Well, first of all, I'm so excited about the private money guide that I just recently finished writing and it's downloadable for free. And the guide is called Seven Reasons Why Private Money will skyrocket your real estate investing business and help you build incredible wealth. Uh, this guide is downloadable for free. It'll get you on the fast track to private money at www.jayconner.com forward slash money guide. So I'm an ER, not an OR. That's jayconner.com forward slash money guide. Download that for free to get on the fast track to private money. And my podcast and also YouTube channel is titled Raising Private Money with Jay Connors. So wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, you can go to your Apple podcast or you can go to Spotify. Just search Raising Private Money with Jay Connor, and um, you can easily find me. And what do we talk about twice a week? private money. And I interview people that have raised a lot of private money and, you know, pick their brain as to how they're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to listen to it myself. Um, and if you liked what you heard and or saw for the audience, give us a rating and review on iTunes. Check out Jay's podcast as well. Give him a rating and review after listening to an episode or two. And we'll also have a link to Jay's website as, as well as his promotion he's giving out um, in regards to the book. Um, on our social media and on our iTunes description as well. So feel free to uh, connect with him that way. And again, Jay, really thank you for your time and hope to talk to you again soon. Awesome, Anthony. Thank you for having me on. Thank you.